Buongiorno Pantofiole. Siamo Buongiorno. Verdi. Siamo Verdi e senza faccio sul divano. Sono il viaggiatore Verde. Ah, sì, sì. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were doing Italian today. Uh, sì. <laughs> we're doing uh we're we're uh we're doing pinocchio today uh well, which I, said, I said i was the green traveler oh i see i see i am uh the faceless leon we're back we're back yeah with, uh, with uh disney playlist their second supposed to be their third feature-length film but their second feature-length pinocchio what 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 got bombed uh bambi taken too oh, really long. oh yeah, it was too hard to long. too hard to animate all them animals so i see yeah Walt disney we'll was like all right let's it. bump up our bump up our number third our number three disney film pinocchio it uh yeah and um i think it was a pleasant surprise for the peoples um yeah i think it shocked a lot of people shock huh yeah um with uh not well shocked as in the no in the uh the animation was so wonderful yeah it is Uh, it's very crisp yeah well also like the movements are amazing i mean we'll Mm. get more into it but uh you know it it, it was groundbreaking animation so Mm. i I think people were just like i guess shocked maybe not maybe more blown away by what they accomplished with this just what two or three years after snow white um but yeah, the uh, the synopsis different and style. Yeah, the, yeah, it is the story of Pinocchio, as most people probably know. Uh, just the most genuine, beautiful men of men. Yeah. Sorry, Geppetto. Yeah. Uh, yeah which before is we upon... talk too much about Geppetto, though, I say this is a podcast about movies, and uh, we're not going to try to spoil Pinocchio for you. But I imagine most people have seen it um, or heard the story and uh sometimes we talk about current events and that's all i gotta say go ahead greg sorry well now i don't remember where i was at <laughs> geppetto the mi- geppetto. men of men <clears throat> yeah the most kind of men wishes upon a star to have a boy a real boy um and he also works on puppets and clocks mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> um there's a shit ton of clocks in his house yep uh but yeah he works on or he wishes upon a star and you know overnight lo and behold the blue fairy comes along and gives uh gives life to his puppet pinocchio and brings it to life um but not as a full boy still as a wooden puppet yeah uh, pinocchio has to prove himself worthy to become human um you know very good american message there you're not worth anything unless you work for it <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've, I, I guess I, I don't, I haven't read the, the novel, so I wouldn't know <laughs> if that was the message that they're going for too, but yeah, uh, it's, it's very, very capitalist, uh, uh, message, I suppose. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's the basic synopsis though, is, uh, you know, Pinocchio goes, he, he's accompanied by Jiminy Cricket, his conscience, mm-hmm. who is a cricket and uh i like him better as he lemony snicket lemony, lemony snicket, snicket? Is much you like lemony snicket better than jiminy cricket i do i do but that's nothing 
<laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, so what did you uh what what are you what are your thoughts on Pinocchio? What are my thoughts about Pinocchio? I I mean if we're just gonna go base it off of uh the previous disney film that we watched i feel like it has a lot more depth than snow white Mm -hmm. uh they they go into the characters a little bit more i feel like uh and uh you know speaking of jimmy cricket uh one thing i do like jimmy cricket personally oh i do too um but he is the most american character (laughs) yeah well he's also yeah, he's not in the Italian story. Um, no, okay. There, there is a wise cricket in the Italian story who okay. uh, Pinocchio kills with a hammer. Um, what an asshole! <laughs> yeah, Pinocchio in the book versus Pinocchio in the movie is completely different. Like Pinocchio is a huge, just ass, just a rotten. Like the only way he learns is through the torturous punishment. Um, Jeez. Which, like, it, it's very similar to the movie Pinocchio, where he only learns because he gets punished. But he doesn't go into things with cruel intent. You know, he's he's right. just warm-hearted. You know, he's he's innocent. He's, you know, he's lovely and innocent. Um, but, yeah, in the book, Jiminy, the Jiminy Cricket character uh, gets smashed with a mallet really early on after he uh, chastises Pinocchio. <laughs> and then he comes back later as a ghost and kind of like haunts Pinocchio a little bit. Oh my um, god. So there's a consciousness there, you know, element there in it's the all, original story. It's kind of uh, like the uh old cartoon trope of the like the angel and devil on your shoulder. Yeah. A little bit more <laughs> than uh Yeah, I I uh watched Pinocchio before I read it, of course. You know, I watched Pinocchio as a kid. Right. And in college I had to read the Italian version for a class and i didn't i thought my italian was just bad when i was reading it because pinocchio is an asshole you know he's he's not yeah. likable at all in the story in my opinion maybe maybe my italian was bad there but. well there's a lot of versions a lot of cinematic and televised versions of this story mm-hmm. and there are some versions that i've seen where he was a bit of an ass which i yeah. mean you know it makes sense <laughs> for it's, what happens to him it's symbolic <laughs> yeah his personality foreshadows his eventual adventure <laughs> yeah but uh but he's really sweet in in the disney version he's... yeah and i mean i come off sounding like i'm not a fan of the disney movie i do like it it's uh yeah it's enjoyable uh comparing it to snow white the only disney film so far i do agree that i think it shows that Disney was going up. Uh, right. You know, I, I give it a lesser score than Snow White. I think Snow yeah. White accomplished more with what they had, um, but I do think the achievements in animation through Pinocchio were good. Um, oh yeah, there's some really great animated scenes um, yeah. throughout the film, and just the even the um, you know when you wish upon a star, it give you know it gave Disney their theme song basically right uh i mean it also won an oscar making pinocchio the first feature or feature-length animation to win an oscar Um, which there wasn't that many to have given a award to yet no anyways no but i mean you know it's still that groundbreaking moment they get the oscar for best song and i think best score uh but honestly aside from that and like another song uh 
what's the one Pinocchio song? I got no strings. I got, <laughs> I got no, no strings. strings. That's a great song. I like that song. Um, but those are like the only two songs I remember throughout the whole thing. <laughs> it's like I feel like the music's kind of forgettable in this. Oh man, I I I I think it's less so for me, anyways, than Snow White. I yeah. like the only thing that really sticks in my head is Hi Ho from Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, more like now that I'm an adult and I watch it, more things get stuck in my head, like the Wishing Well song gets stuck in my head for some reason. Yeah. Um, but for this, yeah, I guess it is just those two songs, but I like them better. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's fair yeah yeah i don't know i feel like i like hi-ho much better than both of these songs that's fair uh, i mean it's not even called hi-ho i don't think is it or is it um i, I feel like it's got that, a different name i yeah i do not think that's what it's the song is called it, it's their working song i don't i don't know yeah uh but i mean and even, i only even know the, the opening yeah, yeah even the wash your hands song i love I mean, oh i do only, like the washing hands song, only yeah. because of the sound effects too but yeah i think that there are just less musical numbers uh i, I honestly i'm trying to think of if there other are musical songs. numbers yeah, did, yeah did they have one um once they got to the island that's what i'll say i, I mean maybe i don't know no i feel like uh with pinocchio even though the animation is better even though it looks um the characters look more livelier uh i I just feel like there was more fun in the animation with snow white you know it's Mm. especially with the animals like when they're when they're all cleaning there's a lot of fun little gags yeah uh with with pinocchio you really just got geppetto's cat that has some funny gags and then some moments with uh with jiminy cricket right i do like figaro uh, quite a bit figaro's funny yeah but i mean i mean there's a lot of fun throughout but it's just for for pinocchio i feel like it's one of those that again they've done so much better since then that i kind of forget Mm. pinocchio exists that's sad which is sad because it is a good movie and it it definitely it definitely should be respected for what it accomplished Um, because again it's a cell animated feature and some of the movements you know for like vehicles and like just smoke or uh rain yeah or or even um there's a scene at the end with in the ocean with a whale i will say where the waves and everything look so good yeah Um, especially for 1940s i would say it's like a lot more textured than Mm -hmm. snow white like they they definitely went out of their way like you said for the effects in this mm-hmm. movie i would say i agree that's what i'll say but like you but, said men of men that geppetto <laughs> yeah i love geppetto um who's who voiced him it was uh i got it written down here somewhere mm. is that really the one character i didn't write down how did i not write down geppetto who voiced it geppetto, is Jake? christian rub or rube maybe i think it's rub because it's r-u-b yeah um yeah he's he's good uh, you know he's got that he's got a just a beautiful like voice <laughs> yeah he definitely sounds the most character. european out of everybody yeah um i don't he's know if he was going too. oh yeah he is and he's like uh, 
he he puts he's a toy maker he puts so much attention into the detail of his toys and uh like honestly if he was i would say born several centuries earlier or a century or later he he probably would have been a great engineer um maybe like he he knows how like he's got all he uh like i you know they don't explicitly say but he's made he makes all the toys in his shop and there's a bunch of you know those old clocks that have mechanisms that have little figurines go around and do little things the animators the animators built all of those clocks just so they can oh my god maybe they didn't build it specifically yeah they might have had other people build it but like they had all of those clocks just so they could draw them that's amazing that's one of the like for me it's one of the funnier parts in the movie and also one of the more annoying parts because i'm right with geppetto where it's like all those clocks ticking at once i'm like shut the fuck up right (laughs) it irritates all of my senses (laughs) was that those jiminy cricket that was getting upset about the clicking oh yeah did i say did i say geppetto you did but i was just yeah jiminy on the same page jiminy cricket uh voiced by cliff edwards yeah Um, he's which that's kind of an interesting thing about this movie is how it was framed so much differently than um snow white snow white had that like storybook moment which they might have done that as a big Mm -hmm. disney trope is the storybook at the opening but uh it's actually being narrated by jiminy cricket Mm -hmm. while he's also in the story (laughs) <laughs> which i think is i think it's pretty cool yeah and, i mean he is the conscious so he just becomes the conscience of the entire movie basically right right um but cliff edwards his voice uh was famous for singing in the rain the song itself right. not the movie i got gotcha. uh, you yeah he made the song a hit back in like 1929 or something like that um and you know I, I, the thing i like the most about this movie is Jep- uh, jiminy cricket um because he is unreliable not only as a narrator but also as a conscience right um because at first i feel like it's because he has trouble keeping up with pinocchio like yeah he can only go so fast (laughs) but i think it's also it's a good it makes a lot of sense too because like even you know you and i our conscience even though it's the best to you know always let your conscience be your guide our conscience is not always the best that's you another know, song, isn't it? It's something, maybe. Yeah, it might be a song. <laughs> it, I, it might have just been a motto throughout the movie that they repeated a lot. Maybe. Uh, I, I watched it last night, and like already I'm forgetting the movie. Like, I'm sorry. It's just there's there's like three moments that are really rememberable, rememberable, and then the rest of it for me just kind of fades into the black. Mm. Um. But like, it, but again, I mad respect for what it did. You know, right. so it's like I, 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 I would still. Well, I mean, we're not closing up on the movie just this early, but I would still give it two and a half stars. You know, it's still very fun, sure. very enjoyable movie. Um. But the the blue fairy comes down and uh, she gives, you know, Pinocchio life, and then she she says that he has, you know, she has he has to have a conscience, because I think right. she's the one who tells him to always let your conscience be your guide. 
And then Jiminy Cricket from like up above in the in the cabinets comes floating down. He's like, "I'll be the conscience," and it's just like, "Who the fuck are you? Why are you taking taking credit for this?" I I that's not quite how I remember. I remember um, her saying what you just said, and then Pinocchio is like, "What the heck is that?" And, yeah. and 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 Jiminy's like, "You stupid wooden child." Yeah, a conscience. He, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes down and explains what a conscience is and she asks if he wants to be the conscience. Yeah. And he jumps all over it because she's pretty. Yeah, that pretty is much pretty it. much the what I got from that too, yeah. But like it it it, it works so perfectly because that is the, you know, the conscience of especially human men where it's just like, you know, it's like I should follow my conscience and a beautiful woman asks you something it's like yes uh-huh. i will do that <laughs> you are correct <laughs> yeah uh yeah and that is one uh one blaring issue i do have with this movie is that uh the blue fairy is the only female character yeah there is literally no other female character in this movie yeah it's a very very undisney like quality yeah because i i don't know i I mean it is a disney-like quality especially in the early films to very much sexualize the female characters Um, but i meant i meant normally they have a leading princess or a leading lady and this is one of the few disney movies that the main character is a boy yeah yeah he's a a young boy (laughs) there are there are female marionettes but they are they're toys yeah <laughs> uh, there i i don't think there's even uh voice actors listed for that singing part for there's no strings on me uh but anyhow i like it's one problem that i definitely have with this is that she's just there to be like oh how beautiful yeah. oh uh she gave but, her life yeah yeah she, she i mean yeah she is a, obviously a plot, plot device too to, to get <laughs> uh uh pinocchio to become a real boy but uh one thing i really like about the blue fairy is that she's uh translucent like oh, you yeah. can see right through her like as she's i thought that was such a cool effect and mm. that you can obviously see i think more so on her than on uh snow white that where they put the blush on the the cells yeah um which is, i mean it's a good it's a good effect um but she's definitely just there to be eye candy like definitely an i idyllic woman for the mm-hmm. time period which you well, know is something that we try not to prescribe to nowadays yeah yeah, fun fact about the ideal woman that you were just saying too is uh, she's voiced and modeled after Evelyn Venable, who was the original uh, personification of the woman of the Columbia Pictures logo. So Columbia Pictures, really? you know, the woman, the woman in the the white toga holding That's the, the torch. That's the blue fairy. <laughs> That's the blue fairy from Pinocchio, the original <laughs> at least. So yeah, ideal woman. <laughs> uh other voice uh, other cast members there was dick jones who does pinocchio um they got a young boy to do pinocchio which uh disney was very walt disney was very adamant about that um they chose the boy from i, I think he was only in uh mr smith goes to washington before this hmm. um that's the oh frank capra directed it and it stayed I started no to say 
It stars James Stewart. It's it's the it's it's the politics movie about the the guy who goes and filibusters. You know, he's he's a senator who filibusters. Just like the only movie to feature such a boring topic, really. <laughs> it it was uh, famous back in the thirties. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I I have no idea though. I, I I the only movies I know from this era are the Disney films and The Wizard of Oz. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all you need, really. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't. I mean, Dick Jones, who does Pinocchio, wasn't even big character in mr smith goes to washington he was like a page boy <laughs> so it's like gotcha gotcha yeah you know, he wasn't really anything but he's great here um you know he's got that cute little innocent voice uh yeah they captured his voice very well uh yeah. sometimes i feel like especially earlier they had like child actors have a really hard time uh on recording yeah i, I mean like just him singing the i got no strings like that it's annoying to me now because I've heard it so much, but when it was first, you know, when you first hear it, it's it's just a fun little song, especially when he falls down the yeah. stairs. It's just kind yeah. of cute and adorable. Oh, um, man. Honestly, that whole scene's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I even, it, like, one thing I didn't really notice until this watch was, because it had been a long time since I've seen it, was the Stromboli. Yeah, the, yeah the I didn't realize. monster. Yeah, I didn't uh, realize that they're nasty. Italian. They're Italian, somewhat villain, sub villain. I would say is sub-villain. named Trump yeah. Bully. I mean, he is not a good man. That, that is very, very true. He does. Uh, I, I will <laughs> one one spoiler. Uh, he does try to abduct Pinocchio. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's not the commonality good. of the movie. Uh, and it, it does kind of. And another thing about that is that he. Uh, it is stated in the film that he is Romani, which they mm-hmm. use the term gypsy in the film, which that's kind of unfortunate that they villainize the only Romani character, which yeah. is very, I thought it, very I common, completely. very common, uh, you know, to do that. But yeah, I completely overlooked it for whatever reason. I thought he was just an Italian guy. No, uh, I think Honest John. Oh, yeah, that's we didn't talk about Honest John yet. Uh, Honest yeah. John mentions that he's uh, Romani, but you know, they Honest don't say John. that because yeah, the very the very honest fox who the very honest yes yes he gets gets Pinocchio in all of his troubles. He's the he's the the devil on the shoulder to yes, uh, Jiminy's angel. That is yeah, very it's, true. It, I mean, uh, just to like to wrap up the story elements of of the movie, you know, to, to give my thought on that. Uh, you know, again, it's a fun movie, great for kids. Um, you know, gave Disney their their theme song with uh, "When You Wish Upon a Star," which is a good song. It's a good song. Um, you know, good voice work. You know, fun story with a good message for for kids. You know, it's like don't one don't lie. You know, telling right. the telling telling lies just snowballs into a worse event that you don't want to get yourself into. Yeah, lies grow <clears throat> is yeah. is what what they're trying yes. to do. I, I feel like I feel like people know the the classic nose growing part of Pinocchio. Yeah, um, which has a very small element in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being a much bigger deal. Yeah, I feel and, like I feel like movies like Shrek made it much uh, more prevalent 
right you know like right. a lot of a lot of comedy parodies and spinoffs took it much further was uh, it more prevalent in the novel i honestly don't remember it uh i'm sure it was part of the novel but i don't remember it being there hmm. I, again my italian wasn't the greatest when i read it <laughs> yeah uh and now i don't remember my italian at all except for you know buongiorno college requirements <laughs> love it but <laughs> yeah uh, it, you know it's fun it's got a good message my my main issue with it is the story just kind of feels disjointed mm. um because it's like pinocchio goes off to do one thing geppetto gets lost and goes off to do another thing pinocchio comes back and is like oh geppetto's gone i gotta go find him and then you know third act just kind of just happens um nothing really brings it on he's just for whatever reason geppetto's just you know in the situation he's in <laughs> at sea <laughs> and uh, it's just like oh yeah. okay <laughs> I, like, guess, I, guess I mean that's i guess he at. was looking for pinocchio but like what brought him out to, to sea i don't that's know that, maybe yeah. maybe because italy's a peninsula he's like i guess yeah. i better go look in the mediterranean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but it's just like it, it just comes out of nowhere and it's just like all right this is, it, it looks beautiful and yeah. it's a fun scene but like the story itself i'm just like why are we here how did how did this happen mm -hmm. you know it's like nothing led us to this it's just the next big moment and it's you know and it, but but it's a nice resolve um i don't know what's your thoughts on the story we'll, we'll uh we'll branch off into I, discussion. I personally like this story. Um, I kind of wish that we had more scenes with Geppetto um, searching for him mm -hmm. because um, you have <laughs> you have Pinocchio. He's supposed to go to school and it's his first day of school. And then Geppetto never sees him until the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, there's one scene where he goes out and looks for him in the rain, and uh, it's, it's honestly, this is one of the scenes that surprised me the most, uh, watching it this time, is that he's literally walking down the road and almost gets hit by the carriage that uh, Stromboli is driving yeah. that Pinocchio's in. I didn't know, I never noticed that in yeah. uh, the previous views and uh and when he calls out pinocchio's name there's lightning and thunder and and so pinocchio couldn't hear it mm -hmm. i was like oh that's really smart like i bet it's a kids nice, it's did a nice not moment. catch that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a nice moment that they kind of just they just bury it a little bit a little right. too much buried yeah uh yeah i wish that there was just one or two more scenes of like like you said why did geppetto go to sea i think it might be because he got word that he went off to this island mm. but that would be the only motivation for him to leave the land yeah it, it would have it would have definitely set up the third act if they just had two more scenes of him searching right right yeah definitely i also i don't want to give that part away never mind <laughs> Does it have oh, to do oh i did remember one of the numbers because we started talking about honest john it's uh, an actor's life for me oh that, yeah that that 
uh, I was like, man, I can't. I remember when I was watching it, my dog really wanted to play garlic. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, okay, we'll play. And I started playing tug of war with her. And I found myself marching to this song that uh, (laughs) uh, Honest John was using to tempt uh, Pinocchio to go to the theater instead of school. It's pretty good. I do, I do also want to mention that just like with Snow White, there are some very creepy scenes. Um, yeah. That's really, really, I, I think adds a lot to the movie. You know, uh, um, it's a bit of a spoiler, but there is a transformation scene about two thirds of the way through, where a character oh, yeah. turns a, a character turns into another character, and really well set up. Um, you know they mention it twice in passing through dialogue and then it just happens um but like the them mentioning it in the dialogue is coincidental so it doesn't really make sense why they would foreshadow it like that but it it, it's also in the book i didn't remember it uh i'll spoil what the transformation is here so that it's less vague for those um so skip forward five seconds if you don't know the transformation he turns into a donkey yeah um I didn't remember the transformation in the uh, movie from watching it as a kid. And then when I was reading the book in an Italian class, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is out of left field. Like, I was so confused by it. Um, yeah, I wonder if it's like an, an old, like, if that, if the author was pulling that from like an old Italian folktale of like. Yeah. I, we talked about it in class. Yeah, we talked about it in class, but honestly, I'm, I'm a bad student. I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um I, i'm terrible at the american way of teaching like it doesn't it just washes over me um right but that's <clears throat> um but that was one thing that when it happened you know i was talking to the other students and i was like did this happen in the movie and they're like yes he, he turned into this yeah. and I, I feel like i feel like as a kid i just blanked it out because it was so frightening <laughs> it's just like because they don't even they don't show it they do they do kind of what they did with uh snow yeah. white where they cut to the shadows and you see it happen in the shadows right and that makes it just so much more frightening for me because it's like you know you, you see parts of the transformation happen like the ears change and uh a little bit of the voice starts changing right. and then you cut to the shadows and the whole body just changes and it's like oh fuck oh my <laughs> you know it's uh, it plays on a child's imagination, definitely, I would imagine. Yeah. I think uh, the whole island sequence is kind of scary, too. <clears throat> but it might be because I was a little reserved boy who listened <laughs> to his mommy and daddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that... I feel like we kind of talked about the novel a little bit throughout yeah. this is it's a pretty it's a fairly old story you know i don't think it goes back as far as snow white does uh given that it was written in 1883 like uh post industrial revolution um yep. i still uh, have the book here too yeah i've never read it myself um but it's written don't by recommend it you don't recommend it <laughs> but not even in english what if i got an english translation i feel like it'd be boring in english okay I mean, watch the, Itali- the movie the, folks <laughs> the Italian, well i mean even even just yeah watch the movie just because the 
the character Pinocchio is even better. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's a better message to be kind hearted and also learn from your mistakes instead of being ass. And that's why you learn from your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just, just to make sure we're giving due credit that original novel, uh, or novella. It's, it's a short, pretty short no- novel. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, Carlo Collodi, right? That's Collodi. That, just Collodi. Thank you. I, I don't have any <coughs> skill towards Italian pronunciation. Yeah. Le Aventure de Pinocchio. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. So yep, that was also bad Italian too. My <laughs> accent's bad. <laughs> hey man, I tried to take German, and all of my professors were like, "Damn, das Akzent ist schlecht," which is a curse. Uh, <laughs> um, so why don't you uh, you want to talk about like what? some things that happened on the production? Uh yeah sure um the story was brought to Walt Disney's attention by uh I think it was Norman Ferguson who was an animator on Snow White um I guess he read the Pinocchio I don't know if he read it in Italian but he read Pinocchio and you know brought it to Walt Disney and he he immediately hired a you know storyboard artist and was like make this a movie or like storyboard nice. this this movie for me. Um, not as exciting as Snow White where like he acted everything out for the animators and everything. Um, but they came up with a story and they brought the story to him and he was like, no, nah, it's too loyal to the book. So they, you know, they, they redid it again. And like, he, he kept making changes, you know, he wanted Pinocchio to be more like a boy, less like a wooden puppet. Um, so that's why like the end version of Pinocchio looks very humanish. Just with like you know he's got a wooden nose and wooden arms, um. But like you know again, cell animation, uh, they shot, or they they used dolls for a lot. They made like tiny little miniatures of every character, um, like clay models, so that the artist could uh you know they could they could set the clay model up however they wanted so that they could you know they could see it at every angle. Um, see it in whatever type of lighting but for the motion where this where this movie was groundbreaking was how they they animated motion um they filmed it with stop motion live action so they took these little miniatures and they they filmed like live action shorts with the miniatures and then they used that and put it on a cell basically that's pretty cool i mean that's a lot of work i i can't believe how much work they they put into these things like it feels like because it feels like double the amount of work double the amount of effort that you would necessarily need like uh because you know people could have just drawn it (laughs) yeah Uh, exactly but they need but they would need some sort of uh you know focal viewpoint kind of to so that's why they were just like well why don't we just film it live action and you just freehand what you see like they they did the same with you know with snow white where they filmed the action sequences where characters are dancing you know they did that here where they they you know had characters film dancing or moving or doing weird actions just so the artist could be like oh so the arm will do this when you're like casting a fit you know casting a line for fishing 
Hmm. So like at the end with Geppetto when he's fishing, I'm sure they they live action filmed that probably. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, they they also uh, to put it on the cells, I guess they had to use an early version of Xerox. <laughs> it's one of the one of the first uses of that in uh, films. <laughs> um, just a lot of outdated technology that we we've done so much more. But you go back right. to this movie and it's just like, how did you accomplish this in 1940? You know, it's so right um, yeah it's groundbreaking you know it's mad respect for what they accomplished with this looking forward to seeing them get better at it <laughs> yeah i uh i honestly i i do like this movie i that i definitely have uh some issues with it like uh i said i wish that there were any female characters in this movie um yeah. <clears throat> uh and i i guess it, it's a very uh like i wouldn't say that pinocchio is a bad boy he's just no. very easily influenced and i feel like they 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 don't give him any room for error <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's... a very old sense of morality yeah, it well, it's an, it's an exaggerated look on what a child really is. You know, it's like a, right. no no child is born evil. Um, you know, they're they're all they all get raised to be how they are. So it's like if they have right. a good influence, you're more likely to be a good child. If you have a bad influence, like Honest John, you know, you're more likely to be like Honest John. Um, yeah. And it's it, it's very exaggerated because you know. As you said, there's no room for error for him. He makes a bad choice, and bad things happen immediately. <laughs> yes, immediately. And, like, yeah. he doesn't even have a chance, really, to recant his mistakes. Okay, he gets yeah. one chance. He gets one chance in the movie, and then yeah. uh, there's Anstron. <laughs> yep. He's like, you made the wrong choice there, kid. <laughs> yeah. But you know uh, it's 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 still good, still still uh, if you, if you love Disney and you haven't seen this, you know you should probably do that. But I'm fairly certain if you've loved Disney, you've seen this. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's that's Pinocchio. That was and is Pinocchio, and I am and will be the uh, faceless Leon, and I'm the Green Traveler. Safe travels, everyone. Do you thirst for adventure? adventure. Do you search for laughter and friendship? Ha 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 ha! Then don't miss the adventures in Malagon! Welcome to a new world of fantasy, fun, and action. Coming to you as a monthly serial starting on January 19th of 2021. And brought to you by the imaginative people of FictionWorks 19. Starring Greg Callahan as Raphael Anastas Magoo, Sarah Christ as Vashti Whisperwim, and Kenneth Glynn as Pai Shou Wukong. We'll see you in Valagorn. The Adventures in Valagorn. Hey there, Couch Potatoes. This is the Faceless Leon here. Tell you about our new addition to the show. 
uh, we will be bringing to you two episodes a week starting on Monday the 4th of January 2021. I'll tell you, thank you. Thank you for letting that year be over. We're going to bring in the new year nice and strong, two episodes a week. Do our regular thing Thursday. Nothing's changing there. But on Mondays, we are now going to be bringing to you playlists. We're going to start off with watching the Disney movies, the OG Disney movies from chronological order. Uh, we'll, we'll break it up there with some other things. Who knows what we might do. But we're looking at some long series of movies. Anyways, we hope that you, the listener, the potatoes at home, enjoy it. Safe travels. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you liked the show, please leave a review, like, follow, or subscribe wherever you listen. This will help us grow our show. Be sure to visit us at facebook.com slash greenandfaceless. There you'll find many links to our show and to our website. Thank you all very much for listening.